When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hello and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week, we're talking about being a better person online. After all, a 2021 survey found that Americans spend a whopping 59 hours a week on the internet. Eight or so of those hours are watching shows, so we can subtract those because you're not really making any actions when you're watching a show, you're just kind of sitting there. But still, that's 50 hours a week that we spend online. So let's talk about it. Today's big idea is that it's really easy to be more of a jerk online than you are in real life. There are multiple reasons for this. I've got four of them for you, including A, the internet can make you feel kind of invisible. Although we know enough about data mining and tracking to know that you're not really truly anonymous when you're online, even though it might feel that way. B, you're not interacting with people face-to-face, which can make it very easy for tone to be misread and more tempting to let something snarky or mean fly. C, being online can feel like being in a video game, like it's not the real world, so normal rules don't apply. It's not like there's an authority figure on the internet, like a boss or a teacher monitoring your behavior, so it can feel like anything goes. And D, It's so easy to hit submit on a comment or a review before you've really had time to process what you truly think. In fact, there's a scientific term for the phenomenon of acting differently online than you do in real life. It's called the internet disinhibition effect. Like most things in life, this disinhibition can be positive or less positive. You can get disinhibited in a way that gets you to say meaner things and be more likely to stir up arguments and fuel angry exchanges. That's toxic disinhibition. Or you can open up more online than you might face-to-face and it actually helps bring you closer to other people. That's called benign disinhibition. We've all done something toxic online, right? Maybe you fired off an angry comment or left a bad review after getting bad service. I remember one late night we flew into Boston Airport with the kids, and this was a few years ago, so they were still kind of little, let's say seven and nine. We had parked at an off-site parking lot that you had to take a bus to. It was the final leg in a day-long journey, and we were all feeling tired. That parking lot that was so chill when we dropped off our car was now thronged with people, and the people who worked there could not find our car. One by one, everyone else in the crowd got their cars and got in and drove home and went to bed. (laughs) Finally, one of the attendants realized that our car was right by the front. It had been about 15 feet away the whole time. 
I was so frustrated that once we got in the car and drove away, I used my phone to get online and leave a bad review on Google or Yelp. I can't remember. But ugh, I still feel bad about it. Also, how privileged was I to have just come back from an airplane trip with my family of four and then get huffy that my car wasn't ready and waiting for me? It was a real Karen moment, although one I never would have made a stink about in real life. I felt emboldened by the relative invisibility of being online. So I'm not proud of it. But you know, that gross feeling that still lingers has really shown me how important it is to have compassion in those moments of quote-unquote bad service. And just remember that in the vast majority of cases, everyone is doing the best they can. This is even more true now in the pandemic when businesses don't really have enough workers and the people who are working are at the end of their rope and the people that they're serving are at the end of their rope too. We need compassion in mega doses more than we have ever needed it. So now I try to shout out instances of great service, whether directly to the person who's delivering it, most often, you know, just saying, thank you, I appreciate you, I can see that you're really working hard on this, or to do it online, like in a recent tweet I made to Apple, who made the process of getting my laptop battery replaced so easy, quick, and cheap, it blew me away. They didn't respond to my tweet, but hey, that's okay. Your tiny assignment today is twofold. I've got one thing you can do right away and something to do the next time you feel some toxic internet disinhibition arising. Your tiny assignment is to go post a positive comment somewhere. If there's a small business you appreciate, review them on Yelp. If there's a podcast you love, leave them a review. If a friend or neighbor did something nice for you, publish a gratitude post on your feed. It doesn't have to be eloquent or super gushy. Just say, you know, this person helped me out and I appreciate it. Or this business got it right. This will also help you because what you appreciate appreciates. When you start looking for examples of quote unquote good service or people going above and beyond or just being kind, you're going to see more instances of it. And the second part of your tiny assignment is the next time you're tempted to fire off a nasty comment, you can go ahead and type it out. I do believe in getting things off your chest, but then cut that comment out of that reply box and paste it into an email that you send to yourself. That should give you enough distance to be able to read what you want to say objectively after the heat of the moment has passed and assess if there's something in there that is important to communicate and perhaps tone down a little so that it's more responsive and less reactionary. Or maybe you'll read it and be like, yeah, there's really nothing constructive that could come out of this, so I'm not going to post it at all. Come back tomorrow when we're going to tackle how to be more mindful of how much overall time you're spending on screens. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you.